Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, hello, Afterbuzzers and a million little things fans. We are back with season two, episode two, Grand Cannon. A lot of mother pressures, emotions from the past are ultimately erupt in grand blasts. Let's get into it. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to Afterbuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Woo! I was like, we well, like, gotta go for a thriller action. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> where's that dr- cannon blast drop right there? <laughs> well, welcome oh, to great. A Million Little Things, season two, episode two breakdown. What a show, what a show so far already. Yep. We are gonna get straight into it, talking about all the mother pressures, all the high emotions <laughs> that we're running through, delving into some bits that might be coming up from the past. We don't know yeah. what's going on. It's been a little bit mediocre until the very end. It was like a grand canon. Yeah. Oh, so grand we'll be canon. Mm-hmm, I right? understand now. that. I like what you did there. Right, right. See, they're very smart about it, aren't they? Yeah. So we'll be looking at Delilah and Andrew and Maggie going through her motherly pressures Regina. as well. Regina. We've got to get into those. And control issues between Eddie, Catherine, and, yeah, Regina and Andrew. Regina. I mean... It's all over the place. It's all over the place. I'm your host, Yasmin Tamras, joined by my lovely co-host Hello, over here. Guys. I'm Jessica. I'm back. Here I am. Yes, another super <laughs> so fan of a million see you guys. things. Very big. Very big fan. What were your overall thoughts of this episode? So, it's funny because I feel like they were kind of dangling us along throughout most of the episode. And we're kind of just like sitting here waiting. Like we know something else is going to happen, but we didn't know what. And then that final scene came and... It hit us. Everything hit us all at once. Seeing Maggie, Maggie's mom, with the guy at the bar, and we're just sitting there. What was his name? Hunter? Which, Eric? Eric. The guy at the bar? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Eric. Eric, there we go. <laughs> there is a Hunter, but that's not there him. There is a Hunter, yes. Um, seeing him <laughs> sitting there at the bar with her, her mom, and I'm just like, wait, what's going on? We need to we need know more. And I then mean, PJ, and oh my god. Yeah. I was with you on that. Like, we were both sitting there, and you turned over to me, and you were like, this is kind of mediocre. And I was like, yeah, I don't <laughs> really know what's going on. But, hey, like, give us not more. every episode can toy with our emotions yeah, not up like and that down premiere. the whole time. However, they did reel us really <laughs> hardcore in at the very end with right. all those uh, moments there. Yeah, Maggie's mom. Okay, right. Look, <laughs> I am so overwhelmed by that ending. <laughs> so we, let's dive into our first topic about... Delilah handling her motherly pressures and also later on we'll we'll, uh, walk you through our hashtag little things ABTV a takeaway right yeah so a lot of takeaways in this episode but we always just want to reel you out with one each Mm -hmm. so Delilah pressures of a mom right I mean she's still struggling with her new daughter um, and and now she's feeling like she's failing John do you think she's right to have to feel this way um, I don't think she's failing John in any way because, as we know, that's not their kid. So I was a little shocked by that coming up. Um, I, I understand what she was trying to say, but 
she I don't think she's failing him. Um, it was interesting though that he didn't come up when um, the medium came and or the psychic, whatever it was, when he came around, it wasn't John that came. It was it ended up being Maggie's brother. But that was interesting. I, I thought that she said, you know, it seems like John doesn't want to see me. And honestly, that would make sense. Is that bad that I'm saying that? You know, I mean, it's like <clears throat> I I feel like she's going through post-pregnancy traumatic disorder, especially given postpartum depression, that's it. Especially given circumstances with the situation of Eddie, and he's definitely not there. He's definitely trying to make things work with Catherine. So I'm I'm actually kind of I don't know how I feel about that, um, that, but that's separate. So Yeah, it was interesting because this episode, it was almost like there weren't many friendships being shown yeah. in any way. The only one that they were kind of working on was the relationship between Eddie and Catherine, but given what they've been through, it doesn't mean too much yet. We're still waiting we're to still see. We're still waiting to see obviously. how that goes. And we're still waiting to see how that goes with Delilah, the baby, and then Andrew. Right. Totally forgot about Andrew. Hey, yeah. He came back into this episode and we were like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> he was a part of this all. Like, I just don't, I don't know how I feel about him. I do enjoy the fact that he's there for her, especially in this time of need, because there is no man standing there for her, even though right. I believe she can fully do this on her own. But... Or maybe not. I mean, given everything that's happened, <laughs> so but everybody's also, there for her. She has these two older kids who are would be able to help her out, but uh, they weren't there at you all. Really think Danny could though? I feel like Danny could at that age. You could for sure help out here and there. She he could be taught how to change a diaper and that sort of thing, like the little things. That's you know, true. Not that that's little, but. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> yes. I think that's a very tough job. Right? I've never actually tried it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, is that bad that I've never done that either? <laughs> Maybe I've said Terrified. <laughs> yes. Um, but it's, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, like you mentioned with the psychic, I feel like ultimately John wasn't the one that came into the picture because... Maggie needed more sense of a connection for whatever reason in that time and space. I feel like with Del- in Delilah's case, it's more oh, yeah, John, John blocking right now, seeing. Probably he's like, again, he's that virtuous guy from above, seeing from above, like, nope, right now, Maggie right. needs more like support needs right now. Oh, and I see what you're saying. He's just like, he's you, a good you know, friend. you're fine. Like, Delilah, you're fine. And I actually enjoyed the fact that Andrew reminded her of the fact that if it's forgiveness that you're looking for, you're not going to get it. You're just going to have to find it within yourself to forgive yourself. I thought that was very strong. Yeah, I I liked that piece of advice as well. I think that was very... That was a good time for him to come in and say that. Yeah. What are your thoughts about people having to turn to psychics in those moments because it's you know it's it's one of those things where probably if she wasn't in that situation and I was thinking at some stage why things are obviously different between this uh, maternity versus the previous one is she was in a happy marriage right and they were together as a family whereas this is all very much broken split in so many different ways um, and you know people wanting to seek for this kind of verification that things are going to be okay what are your thoughts about that you know it is weird that uh, there's not as many people. You know what I noticed last episode? It's like everyone was there to support her. They were all there to help her out with the baby, and Eddie was there. But then this episode, it's like that that dwindled very quickly. There, No one was there to help her out. They weren't there at her house to take care of the baby or anything. The only one that was there was Andrew. 
So that caught me off guard a little bit. Like I mentioned, it was just like this episode seemed to really um, not show great friendships as much as it has in the past. So I don't know what that's about. Yeah. I kind of, I, I mean, I that agree it with weird. you. Last week we were able to literally pick out so many so different many top friendship moments. Yeah. And in this one, like, virtually none. none. And maybe you're touching on a point there where... You know, our therapy, we seek it through whether it's speaking to our family members or to our friends or, you know, to a therapist. But it's like if you don't have that consistent support structure that is mm-hmm. there, because, you know, not everybody can always be there for you because everybody right. has things going on in their lives. It's almost a matter of like, OK, do I need to seek for like external verification or support yeah. there? And so I almost feel like that's what self. happened. Yeah. But the fact that she didn't receive it is always is is already a sign in itself, I feel. Right. And that's where Andrew came in and was able to provide her with some actually a really good message I thought yeah and I think tons of people do that they they'll uh you know they'll be listening to the radio and they'll hear a song and they're like this reminds me of that person oh my gosh it's them they wow they're they're trying to send me a sign and it might not always be that person depending on what what you believe I I don't know if it is always a sign from them but I think it is there's something uh, that kind of calms you down a little bit and like reassures you mm-hmm. when you hear that song or when you go to a psychic and they give you like you're somehow able to relate to it in a way. It, it almost relates to we were talking about horoscopes before oh, this yes. a minute ago <laughs> and um, people are all over the place when it comes to believing in horoscopes. But most of the time, if you sit there and you're like, oh, I'm a Virgo, but, you know, I don't fully believe in this. But let me read today's horoscope. <laughs> you read it and you're like, typically everyone can relate to that horoscope in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? There's been moments where I've been like, nah, this, I don't know what not today. this horoscope is. Yeah, <laughs> not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> right. But the, I think it's the same way with these people when they lose someone that means so much to them. They're, they're like, okay, well, he didn't reach out to me today, but... Oh, maybe tomorrow. And then they hear that song tomorrow and they're like, oh, yeah, he, he came back. See, but I then I it. also feel like, you know, those things happen in the right moment. So that song came to her in the right moment, just as she was starting to release, forgive herself and already putting out that message to her daughter. I'm so sorry for all the mistakes I've done and I'm going to make more mistakes. And then it's like, yeah, it's that sudden light bulb. And I felt like that was the first time. Granted, it's just the second episode and she's just had a baby. But it is right. the first time that we truly see her. Uh, taking a moment to connect with Charlotte. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. That was the first time, and that will be good to watch for as well, to see when Eddie connects with Charlotte, as well as when they connect as a family. That's a good point. Yeah, because we haven't seen him with the baby really yet, aside from the whole delivery. But, yeah, we didn't see them together at all in this episode. I mean, what is going on? In this barely episode? in the last one either, but yeah. for for the reason. So we'll sense. say let's save that for predictions. I almost yeah, feel we'll, like you we'll know, save that. <laughs> see what happens there, guys. Don't forget to tune in to the live chat so we can chat with you guys back and yes. forth and give you some shout outs. Well, we love to hear from you. And in fact, actually, let's jump into before we jump into our next topic, breaking down some more motherly pressures and psychic readings with Maggie. Um, Jess, you have a little message for Octopuses, do. don't you? Speaking of which, guys, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning into our shows on YouTube, on iTunes, everywhere where you can listen to a podcast. Thank you so much for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. Wherever you guys are watching, make sure to give it a thumbs up, rate us some five stars, subscribe to us, and like I mentioned, 
Give us some some of your thoughts in the live chat as well as some comments down below so that we can read those and then come back next week with some more thoughts yes. for you guys. We love to chat with you so and fun. hear from you, see what your perspective is. You probably have better insight than we have. Like, this is just our two cents. Right. So we want to know what you think. It and makes it so much more fun. Yeah. So it's I mean, just like a little so Reddit chat on. Yes. In, in person. <laughs> You're all about the Reddit. I yeah. love that. Okay. Well, Maggie here, I was astonished. To hear about the fact that the, her mom had left her dad after yeah, 32 years. That's a long time. 32 her entire, years. Maggie's entire life, that's all she's ever known. So to hear something like that, I mean, luckily Maggie is a little older now to where she's not living at home. So she's not sitting there hearing the two of them maybe arguing every day and day in and day out. But either way... That's that's a big deal to happen in any family. So that's the fact that, you know, she's recovering from cancer at this point, from all of her chemo treatment, and now she hears this. It's like, poor Maggie. That she bum, can't bum, catch bum, a break. Bum, 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 right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then bum, the bum, ultimate cross, like, <laughs> boom. Oh, I mean, I just wonder, because obviously I've not lived that time to be married that amount of time. Right. And then, no, you know, because it, it was fascinating for me to hear her mom say, well, you know, you had your life to live ahead. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't mean that I want to spend the rest of my life with your dad. Right. At that stage. Okay. So now, thinking back to the ending of Eric in the picture, uh-huh. do you think that has he has something to do with that okay. choice? No, I really don't. I think the producers are doing an amazing job of making it look like that, but I there's no way. He's too young. And not that this that... Happens all the time. Right, it totally does. It totally does. I'm not going to you know, sit here and be like... You know, it's a little things full of drama. But, no, you're completely <laughs> right. Not that this can't happen, but here's what I think. Um, I think that... Okay, <laughs> call me crazy. Who knows? Crazy. <laughs> this is just a wild guess, okay, guys? So, tune in. Let us know what you guys think. But basically, here's what I'm saying. Maggie's mom is not a huge fan of Gary. So... Do you think she could potentially be trying to set her daughter up? Ooh, okay. So one thing that I felt instantly about Eric is that he's similar to to Gary. He is. We don't know anything about his background or who he is, what he does, nothing. Right. And did we even actually find out about his name? I don't think so. It was in the uh, prelude for the next episode, right? So he's like a nameless person at this point that just happens to her. Maggie's mom and we just don't know what the relationship is between them but if you think so I mean maybe maybe I'm gonna stick maybe. with that bold pred- I mean last week we were predicting that PJ was gonna be John's son and now here we are mm. we might be right mm-hmm. based on today's episode so now we're just gonna be making just random bold predictions wild, in every episode throwing them wild cards <laughs> everywhere yeah <laughs> Maybe the producers will tune in and then they'll change everything. They're going to change the plot of this entire season because of what we said. (laughs) Perhaps. Who knows? We're working on it. it. Get the word out there. This is our way of the story right now. Exactly. Um, But, uh, you know, I mean, I genuinely... I am curious because I think, why would she come, though? Because if she was truly hiding something, I don't think she would even come. Maggie's mom? Yes. 
Oh. She could have actually stayed with this guy then, I guess, if they were right. if that was something right. there. So maybe you're right. She maybe totally there is something have. there. But she also met him at the place that Maggie had told her to go. So I don't think she would have like really had time to plan a date when Maggie Maggie had just told her where to go? Or was it Gary? Gary had Gary. just told her where to go. I, mean, I don't think she was... I don't know. Oh, you mean Maggie's mom was planning yeah. a date if, yeah. the, if that was a date? Oh, yeah, of course it can happen you fast. You think she's on Tinder? I mean... Yeah, she might be. You know, she, maybe maybe it was like a swipe. Hey, let's get into this bar right now. <laughs> let's just do this thing, man. <laughs> you know who knows nowadays? That oh, could be so- another great prediction or... Uh, or uh, Opinion there. (laughs) You never know. I'm making some bold predictions here. Um, All right. So what are we thinking about the whole medium thing as well, though? The psychic and her brother coming back into the picture. That was wild. Um, I was trying to figure out where he was going with that. I think the entire audience that was watching it was definitely sitting there like, Right, you're wrong. Like, no, John didn't die in an accident, and it's not her brother. brother. She wouldn't marry her brother. Like, what are you talking about? Um, And then Maggie, once we realized that that was her brother, it it did make sense. It's like he wants to talk to her so bad. Um, But I don't really know what the point of that was. I wish we could have heard a little bit more of the conversation because they kind of just left us there dry. We, We were like, okay, well... What did he tell her? Like, what is, what's he trying to get across to her, you know? Yeah, I almost just want to say, thinking about it now, it's like kind of a way to distract us as an audience from what is truly going on, just to have that little medium in there, like just sneak it in there so that it can somehow tie in with the connection of uh, Maggie's mom being there and the reason why she's there wanting to connect with Maggie when in truth there might be something else much more profound than that's where Eric comes into the picture. We have a bit of piece of news about that, a little tiny bit, that DJ Nash tweeted yesterday. Um, But yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't quite understand why that was slotted in there, but I do yeah. feel like it might have been a point of distraction because there's always so many different distractions in these shows every right. episode for us to be a little bit uh, confused. <laughs> well, we saw Gary talk with Maggie's mom about yeah. how Maggie went and spoke with the the psychic, but we didn't see Maggie and her mom talk about Maggie's conversation with the psychic. So I'm wondering if maybe next week they'll kind of flash back to that for a minute and kind of show the discussion that she had because she just seemed like she didn't want to talk to anyone about it. She didn't want to be bothered. So maybe they'll, you know, like kind of have give her a breather for a minute and flash back to it next week. And then Mm. they'll actually like be able to converse about his death because it's like obviously a very sensitive subject whenever it does come up. Mm -hmm. So maybe they'll actually tell us a little bit more about that. It's interesting. I mean, I was just trying to think as well, like uh, he's the psychic that Regina hasn't seen in like five years. And yet he was able to touch upon that story, that element on Maggie's side. And we were just saying this outside of the studio. We were saying how... You know, if you have more than one person with a psychic in there, they might pick up on other people's energies right. and read that whatever they're connected to. So, yeah, well, talking about then control issues and trying to foresee the future, yep. let's touch into Regina's form there because 
She he had predicted that she would open up a restaurant, which happened, of course, as we see. <laughs> um, but there's a bit of conflict still with Andrew here, yep. right? The yeah. Both of them are trying to take a little bit more control. Regina's not happy about. She's that. not happy. <laughs> Do you think she's in the right to not be happy and have somebody who has been in the restaurant industry for? so many years and has had restaurants that have been very successful, maybe mm-hmm. some as well not so successful that we don't right. really know they of. haven't mentioned that. They haven't mentioned it. And I can fully imagine he might have he probably, probably would have, you know. tons fail because that's yeah. how it works. You never, you never you, just jump right into it and are like extremely successful. Exactly. It takes some time to get there. And so I think the way I see it is She's completely in the right to get mad at him because this is this is her baby. This is everything that she's always wanted. And so going back to the psychic for a second, Gary was right. What are the odds? Like, or was it Gary or was it Rome who said, oh, shocker, he was able to predict that. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, she's, Gary. Been, she's been working. Of course it was He's Gary. He's a skeptic, you know. He's a He's skeptic of the that. group. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. Of course, he was able to predict something like that. This is something that she has wanted to achieve for so long. And so she had this exact vision, knowing exactly what she wanted to do. It just was a matter of money. She got the money, and now she's still working on... thanks to Andrew. That's true. That's true. That is thanks to Andrew. But uh, I just feel like typically when there's an investor involved, they try and be hands-on, but it's not always, like, their place. Typically, the way I see it is... They're kind of just supposed to trust in that person and then have, like, they they should voice their opinion here and there, especially given his track record, but they should work together. I think she does need to take a, a step back slightly and allow him to kind of talk to her here and there because it seems like anytime he opens his mouth, she's like, shut up. Like, she doesn't yeah. want to hear it, you know? Yeah, she, like, shuts him down. Yeah. And then I almost feel like that's kind of pushing him to act in that sense of just compulsively, right. shut, like, doing things that without consulting her. So, I mean, I feel like I'm I'm with you on the fact that yeah, an investor should trust in that person to do mm-hmm. the job properly. It's, you know, it's their dream, it's their it's it they know, you know, how, what the creation is and how that should evolve, but at the same time I do feel like Regina not having had the experience that he has had should also be willing to learn right. and listen to him. Then that, that was another theme in this episode. It was about listening Listening, mm-hmm. And that's on Rome's side rather than talking, right? Yes. And this is a, exactly, and this yeah. is a side note, but we didn't really see them two together. I felt like in this episode they yeah. needed to breathe because it was very much like this and separate points of views because of the baby issue. And Rome, we don't know what he's doing, but uh, anyways, handing phone calls and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was sort of the theme that they were trying to portray in this episode is just that like everyone. You know, this is a show about friendships, and um, typically when you're friends with a a group of people, you all kind of get lost in your own little world here and there. Like, you're typically you're not always together and not always involved in everyone's life. Yeah. So I so think that might have been a very the, a pretty yeah, constant thing. needed to breathe a little bit yeah. in, in separate ways. So that's fully... You know, not every episode can be like, Rah! Yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Just obsessed with each other. Yeah. <laughs> always. Um, but I definitely think that... Um, them two need to open up a dialogue. They definitely do in order to make this business work because 
Yeah. It looks like a great restaurant. I want to dine there. It has such great potential. Uh, Did you see the glasses, the mimosa glasses? No, I didn't. They were so slick and thin. I thought, wow, bottomless mimosas in that is so trendy. So, so trendy. I'm like, (laughs) I'm not surprised that brunch was like off the rocker. (laughs) We're going to have to fly to Boston and check it out. We might have to get them here in the studio, please. (laughs) Oh, that would be fun, guys. Um, We need to work on that next. (laughs) If we can land them to join in on our show, we'll be like like a free giveaway. Oh, that would be so Oh, that would be awesome. Cheers to that. mimosas while we're in the studio. Yes, not tea, but mimosas. That's the way we like it. (laughs) Right. Um, But okay, let's get into our next sort of control theme, which was... Eddie and Catherine. I think I'm like taking a really deep breath in about this situation because I cannot imagine how tough it is. I am so happy Catherine came back home. Yeah, so that was a big thing. I mean, poor Theo. I mean, oh my gosh. Theo is obviously blissfully unaware. Beyond blissfully, but so cute. Yeah, he's so precious. And him setting up the table in the beginning for three. Oh, just in case. While it was Mommy only two. Comes back, oh. And she's saving every bit, like a big case in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. And my God, I cannot imagine what she was going through when they went to the school and the mothers were like chit-chatting, gossiping. and Yeah, yeah. that's hard. Would you have, in her position, gone through those lengths to actually show up go to that school um even to have eddie stay at home right um you know that is really hard i think she's she is proving that she's trying her hardest to be a great mother and there for theo more than anything and so um, I, she definitely did the right thing as far as if I would have been able to do that, that is a whole other battle. I don't know <laughs> if I would have been able to. I would hope so because, like I said, she is just really being a great mother for Theo. And so I applaud her for that more than anything. But uh, it would have been hard. I you see how hard it was for her with her tears forming, you know. And the flashbacks, the constant yeah. struggle of going back and present. Um I was questioning at one point when they were doing the whole camping scenario, if Eddie had been in her shoes, would he had been able to stick up for it? I almost want to say no. Would he have been able to to do what Catherine's doing, going through the motions of what Catherine's going through? Mm -hmm. If it was the reverse, right? If she had had a baby with somebody else. I don't, oh, I, I don't know why. <laughs> and I probably shouldn't think this or say this, but I, I just feel like Catherine has a much stronger personality than Eddie does. She does, for sure. I mean, he's so used to kind of just... He's he's been a an entertainer for a while, and he kind of just sits at home... Not sits at home, but he's at home taking care of Theo. Meanwhile, Catherine is out there getting all, all the physical labor, I guess we'll say, <laughs> getting all of that taken care of, and... I, I just feel like, you know, if you if you think about it, so um, Eddie and uh, Delilah, they were going to li- run away together. I know. And that, what I, would they have done? It, they I, didn't have a stable job, really. Like, neither of them have a stable job. Yeah, I mean, I'm even curious now as to how Catherine and Eddie are surviving. Right? Neither <laughs> of them are really working. I'm sure Catherine <laughs> saved up a good yes, amount of dough. And he probably has some royalties, or let's hope so, or some <laughs> sorts, right? Yeah, because of that boy band or that yeah. younger band that he wrote for. And so I, I think he's a 
uh, music teacher now, so I mean, he's help- he's got some <laughs> okay. change coming in. <laughs> um, I, you know, I thought there might have been a moment of hope. I really did at that For Eddie point. And Catherine? Yes, when I don't see it. I mean, I had <laughs> that mo- moment of when who was it that said, pl- um, plan- "Planning for tomorrow to live for today." Oh, yes. That was Catherine, so, right? to live for today. So that was Catherine who said and, that. And then Eddie makes you feel that way. Eddie said, you taught me to believe in tomorrow. And I yes. really wanted to tomorrow with you. Yes, exactly. And I, that was precious, okay? But I don't see it happening. I do kind of feel like I should have hugged at that point, though. <laughs> like, touched fingers or something, at least. <laughs> A little boop action. <laughs> But nothing there. Connect. I feel like they're just trying so hard, but it's just not meant to be. It's at this point with the amount of things that have happened in their relationship, like it's not meant okay, to be. Okay, well, we need to know what you're thinking because this is really just screwing with our yeah, minds right on, now. Guys, I cannot decide. Us. Because you know, on the one hand, they are a family in the end of the day, and Eddie wants to make things right again but at the same time he does have another family and at some point he is going to have to be with that family right. but also they are all best friends and Catherine They're needs to see, see each other a lot yeah so <laughs> still a complicated cobweb right there yeah. we would still like some affection some friendship to be shown for Catherine as well because she still hasn't really been shown anything anything from by anybody just her mom. Right. That's exactly. It. <laughs> well, talking a little bit about affection before we get into our news and special segment and predictions, um, PJ and Rome, their yeah. connection there and the fact that PJ is like going over there and kind of outing himself a little bit out there. Mm-hmm. It was funny because last week I mentioned um, how we hadn't. We didn't know why he was at the hospital, and now he says, well, it's because he wanted to figure out who they were he wanted to find this group of friends and but he still didn't really specify how he knew who they were beforehand because he watched that video of john after the hospital trip so where did that come from you know that 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 doesn't add up question mark (laughs) yeah we need to figure that out we gotta figure that out i'm very intrigued by that storyline and I don't even know why. <laughs> I'm just like, it's such a mini part right now. Like, they're throwing it, it in at the little, very end. Right, yeah, because it was such a huge part towards the end of the yeah. first season. Now it seems like it's being brushed a little bit underneath the carpet, uh-huh. but, it, but the dust keeps on creeping out a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like they slid that red bledge trust in there again so randomly, and Barbara's just yeah, like, I don't weird. want this. Well, no, the husband is like, I don't want this, a boyfriend. We, we don't even know what their proper relationship is now. I'm still questioning that entire family. Um, Do you think that Pete? DJ and Rome are going to continue to have a friendship because the second he mentioned, well, Gary, even though he mentioned John, Rome jumped right away. Oh, 100%. I mean, if I was Rome, I'd be massively freaked out like, about a kid knowing everything about me yeah. and my friends. Like, But I do think, you know, Rome is a mature man, um, wants to have babies. And I, it's not about him wanting to have babies, but I definitely mm-hmm. think that he will, uh, you know, try and understand this kid because he's 
become close to him. The kid has opened up massively about his father relationship yeah. issues, and they've re- and he really enjoyed Rome's script as well. And I feel and the like depression and all yeah, that. Yeah, maybe out of this, whatever Rome's job is right now, out of this, a story is going to come out of it, and he's going to make a movie or something. Yeah, I can see that <laughs> definitely. And uh, the fact that you mentioned they were relating in every way, shape, and form. Their fathers, their the way that they have felt with their depression, like yes. now having this John as like the middle ground. I don't know. I'm wondering if Rome is almost going to like take him under his wing, especially since PJ isn't getting along with his dad and mm-hmm. he's going to be seeking a father figure mm-hmm. since he's not getting along with him. And, and Rome, on the other hand, wants a kid. So what if he's like, okay, well, this is kind of another opportunity. And this to is kind of out. a taster for him then as well as yeah. to how like um, conflicts can right. happen between a younger kid and a father figure. Uh-huh. Let's see. Well, let's jump into some news since there was some really interesting things. Gary was very skeptical. (laughs) So what has Gary been up to in reality? Take it away, Jess. So uh, it's funny because Gary was not so... He wasn't falling for this whole psychic action that happened in this episode. He was making fun of it just about the entire time. But what's funny about it is that in USA's... Psych TV series, which was turned into a movie in 2017, and they're now coming out with another movie. It's a sequel in 2020. He was Sean Spencer. So basically, he played the role of a fake psychic. There you go. Would, it, that would, would he be another fake psychic in the second one? Do you think it will make an yeah, appearance? Yeah, he's saying the oh. same. He's playing the same person. He's staying with Sean. Look at you, skeptic. And then yeah. you're a fake psychic yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and it seems like they continue to throw little jabs in into these episodes. They did another one last week that I can't remember right now, but it's like based on these players That's or these people's really real smart. lives. Yeah, like them as actors, the choices they've made or kind of roles and then like snipping it into the episode. I don't know if it's by chance or if they are so brilliant that they research yeah, each and right? every one of them and like really twisting their real lives into this episode. They seem to be really <laughs> Really good writers. No <laughs> <laughs> They're amazing writers, and the fact that they connected this—maybe James Roday just came up with this idea himself. Yeah, he would like, do something me like hate that. the psychic in here. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. So then, a little tidbit that I um, previously had said was about Jason Ritter's mm-hmm. debut. DJ Nash tweeted yesterday. It's a character that comes up based on stuff from the first season. Throughout the first half of the season, we follow the question, who is this person? And then once it's known who they are, their potential to shake up the world comes up. (laughs) I love it. Uh Uh-oh, it's brewing. (laughs) Starting really simmering very tinily right now. Right. All right, let's get into our special segment of Hashtag Little Things ABTV. Love it. Where we each oh, have a little here's the good music. Moments. So good at this, Jonathan. I, <laughs> Jonathan, our producer, yes, he knows. Shout out, Jonathan. Us. Yes, <laughs> with them tunes. So, the little thing that I'm going to take away from this episode. Oh, actually, yes, I have Jess. two. Ooh, little me things. too. That's oh, perfect. Oh my God, I wonder if they're the same oh, we're thing. We're so insane. Wow. So, I'm going to start off with the first one. When they were talking about the Grand Canyon a lot, they were saying how it slowly eroded over millions of years and created this, this beautiful masterpiece. And they kept relating this to Catherine and Eddie's relationship. And we don't know exactly what that beautiful masterpiece is going to end up being. 
but I'm excited to find out what it might be, whether it be Eddie moving on and having a relationship with Delilah or even someone else, or Catherine moving on and having another a, a better relationship with someone else as well, because I don't see it sticking with the two of them or that mm. little family right there. And then my other little uh, takeaway from this episode is that I noticed that they were kind of alluding to the future all throughout this episode. They they were uh, talking about living for today and then wanting to share their future together and all of that. And it just seems like... Who's that? Um, that was Catherine and Eddie. Oh, yes. yes. Eddie. Yeah, that moment. Um, so there were a few other moments that I didn't write down, so I'm blanking on them right now. But it just seems like they this episode was getting ready for something in the future. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it's simmering. It's right. definitely That whole simmering. Eric action. What's going on with him? <laughs> exactly. What about you? What okay. Are you well, I like yours. Um, <laughs> and I, li- I like the erosion part, so I'm going to get into that for my prediction. Mm-hmm. But, so, already mentioned it, you can't seek for forgiveness. Ultimately, you need to forgive yourself to move forward. The other one is appreciate what you have instead of focusing on what you lost. Oh, I like that. My heart. Be free. Let go. That's what it's all about. Wow. <laughs> Over here getting a little lesson, I mean, a little life you know, lesson. We got so many life lessons in these episodes. Right. Ooh, okay, let's get quickly into our predictions before me must go. Oh, here we go. It's game time. Oh, yeah. So I feel like we've already kind of talked about a bunch of our predictions at this point. But uh, I just kind of sprinkle them in there. Yeah. So there were some great conversations between or one solid great conversation between Maggie's mom and Gary where they were kind of bonding. And so I was expecting that to be uh, like good for their relationship. But after that last scene where Maggie's mom went up to Eric in the bar, I I have no idea what's going to happen there. I said that maybe it could be Maggie's mom wanting to set Maggie up, but I am like at a loss for words when it comes to this because it could go in so many different directions. I mean, what do given you think? as well DJ Nash's tweet on that, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, how is he going to shake up people's world? I, I, I don't know. I need to. I need to see another episode in order to make yeah. my mind up about this person because he was like. Two minutes, one minute. In, uh, I know, so nothing. quick. Know I even wrote, Maggie's mom moving to Boston can be good for the relationship. Well, nah. not anymore. Not at this not point. After not after seeing yet. that scene. It will take a lot of time yeah. for that to happen. Maybe that's something as well. I almost want to say the erosion part of it, going into something, getting into something beautiful. Right now, it's erupting. Right. And, and I, for, for me, in that sense of like Catherine and Eddie's relationship, for some reason, I think things are going to work out. Yeah. Because from, you know, massive, like, fights or destructions, right? pieces you can be put gonna... together. Yeah, and I don't, that's, that's maybe my wishful thinking as well. But I, that's just my sentiment. And that's the only prediction I can give you for today. Right. <laughs> and I also see the way Delilah and Andrew were connecting, talking about losing their significant other. I feel like that's kind of alluding to something yeah. that could potentially... It was like there was a little spark there, so uh, I don't know. It's lingering, and it's been lingering for a while, and now yeah. we are being reminded of it. Right, so let's and see he's going to be around for a while, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's not going anywhere with this restaurant nope. business. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I do think him and Regina are going to make me, uh, make, I cannot meet halfway. talk today. 
Make amends. Make amends. There we go. Yes. I'll get it. Come on. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, partner. I'm a psychic. Oh, my gosh. You can read minds. Well, where can everybody find you on social media before we go? Before we go, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jess Lucero Live. Make sure to keep up with us. Keep up with yeah, us on Reddit as well. Tweet us. <laughs> yes, Reddit. Yep, I'm on there now too, guys. <laughs> keep it up with you all. Everywhere. Hashtag a million little things and yes. hashtag little things ABTV for your little takeaway. And <laughs> uh, you can find me at Yasmin Tanres and you can see us both next week again yes, at we'll be back. 7 p.m. PST. 10 p.m. Pacific there Standard you Time. Go. <laughs> well, thank you for joining see you guys us. next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.